Former Wake Forest assistant coach, you have seen him as a very successful head coach over almost the last decade at Xavier, the brand new coach of the Louisville Cardinals. Chris Mack, welcome to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing great, David. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Let's glance back before we look forward at okay. uh, your new chapter at Louisville. Skip Prosser is one of the most beloved guests, yeah. seriously, that I've had in a 31-year media career. He was one of your mentors. You helped him build that Wake Forest program. Just think out loud in any direction that you'd like about your personal interaction with one of my favorite people and for a whole lot of people in our statewide audience. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you say that, David. You know, I think, um, you know, no matter where Coach went, who he met, uh, in what circumstance he met him, they always felt um, they always felt warm and welcome. You know, he always had time. You know, he never was was in a rush. And you know, with all the things that get thrown at a head coach, from media obligations to your own team to recruiting to camps, I mean, you name it. I always felt like Coach had time for people. And I think because he was that way, um, so many people that 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 say those type of things you know come every time i i see somebody and they they talk about skip they say the same thing you know what a, what an awesome person and uh, I'll, I'll remember that forever i mean i was fortunate enough he was he was one of my assistant coaches when i played um i'm eternally grateful for him bringing me into the business of college basketball as his director of operations in 1999 when i was a high school girls coach and uh he gave me my start and uh, I'm forever grateful, and, and uh, I think so many people around the, the country miss him, not so much from the basketball standpoint, just who he was as a person. Coach Chris Mack joining us on the David Glenn Show. Now, just as Coach Prosser actually would quote on our show things like the Canterbury Tales and yeah. things like that, we have learned that you have a Jay Billis-like ability to be creative on Twitter. <laughs> uh, at Coach Chris Mack, for those who would like to follow – I imagine there's not a large leap of faith as to why you would want to be active and engaged on Twitter, right? That's where young people like to be. Uh, but just give us an idea of where that fits into your world because I've heard a lot of rave reviews of you on Twitter. You know, when, when, I, first, uh, when I was first asked to, to open up a Twitter account, I didn't know what it was. And uh, I said, what, what the heck, what is this for? You know, why, why are you doing this? I mean, who, who really cares what I think? But what I started to use it for, David, was to get my news. You know, and I, and I finally figured out, like, you know, wait a minute, I can follow certain people that are covering college basketball, that are covering NBA, that, that have my interest, and the news is going to come to me. This is, this is a great tool. And then, you know, just um, I don't take myself too seriously. You know, we have a lot of pressure in the jobs that we have. And uh, so, you know, at times I'll use it for an outlet. I told people that, you know, when they start marketing, wants to, I want to throw this out, throw that out. It's like, wait, wait a minute, I'll throw some things out. But uh, I also want just to be able to interact with fans and, uh, and be a dad as well. And I think that's how I've always, you know, sort of viewed Twitter. And I don't want it to change just because uh, I'm the head coach at Louisville. When I was a really young guy, I was assigned an article to, to try to describe the, the best, most successful programs in the country. And I was eyeball to eyeball with Dean Smith back then of UNC. And I vividly remember asking him his opinion of John Wooden's UCLA dynasty. Bob Knight had it rolling at Indiana way back when. Coach Smith, of course, himself at Carolina. Mm -hmm. Mike Krzyzewski had gotten it rolling at Duke by then. And then also in my article was the Louisville Cardinals, which is why I bring this up to you. 
most coaches I know, even if they're happy where they are, and I know you loved Xavier yeah. and a thousand things about it, they have like the secret list in their back pocket of places if they called, I would at least answer the phone, right? Put into your own words why Louisville was on that short list for you because that has been one of the bellwether programs yep. for most of my life in yep. college basketball. And I think that I think you said it right there, David. I think that you know when I think of Louisville basketball, although everybody wants to point to the last couple of years and what's been talked about, I think of you know multiple Final Fours. I think of Purvis Ellison as a freshman, you know, winning a national championship. I think of Hall of Fame coaches. You know, I think of Donovan Mitchell killing it at the Utah Jazz and just, you know, the history and the tradition of Louisville. Um, you know, the, the number one revenue college basketball program in the entire country. The arena, uh, for those that haven't been inside the Yum Centers, you know, it's, it's an NBA arena. And, uh, you know, having been there six months, it's, it hasn't taken me that long to figure out we may have the most passionate fan base in, in the country. And so, you know, all those things add up to – uh, not a dream job, but a job that I would consider leaving for, you know, um, my alma mater. And uh, it was a hard decision for me to make, but it was the right time for me and uh, the, the right program for me. I grew up with one of those Hall of Fame coaches that you referred to, Denny Crum. We got to know another of the Hall of Fame coaches, a little bit Rick Pitino. Uh, what can you share about the nature of that relationship? It ended poorly. Mm -hmm. uh, Coach Patino has been a great guest on this program and a guy that I like and respect. Is there is there any room for the new guy, Chris Mack, to have any advice or relationship with the Hall of Famer Rick Patino, or is he kind of trying to stay out of the way? How's that? Well, work? I, obviously there, there there are bitter feelings, uh, more than likely on both sides. Uh, but uh, you know, my relationship with Coach Patino. Um, you know, hasn't been, it's not a deep one, but I certainly seeked out his advice prior to taking the job. And I've talked to him uh, on a few occasions uh, during the tenure uh, that I've had. And he's been nothing, uh, nothing but gracious and, and kind with, with his advice. And, and he thinks Louisville's a great place. He thinks it's one of the uh, premier, you know, college basketball jobs and, and college basketball programs in the entire country. And uh, so it's, it's, I'm sure, you know, he's stuck between a little bit of a rock and a hard place. Is, you know, there, there are obviously issues that, um, you know, he feels strongly about. But one of them is not his support of Louisville basketball. Chris Mack is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Follow him on Twitter, at Coach Chris Mack, year one as the leader of the Louisville Cardinals. The Duke-Carolina rivalry around here is considered one of the greatest in the history of the world of sports. Yep. Yankees, Red Sox, and others come to mind from other sports as well. You grew up, born and raised in Ohio, coached at Xavier, so it's not like you were oblivious to Kentucky against Louisville. But put into words best you can for us here in North Carolina, the insanity, the passion, the hatred, <laughs> the whatever – uh, I, I still can't believe that Rick Pitino coached both of those it's wild programs. To, yeah, it's right? wild to believe. Oh my gosh! But so go ahead. I yeah. mean, you're relatively new to it, but you're also familiar. Yeah, with I'm a newbie. But you know, my last um, my last ten years, uh, actually, in my last twelve years uh, at Xavier, I lived in Northern Kentucky. And uh, Big Blue Nation is loud and proud all throughout that state, <laughs> except in the, uh, a city that I call home now. And uh, e even in parts of that city, it's divided. Yeah. So, you know, you're either wearing you – know, I knew that it was going to be um, bigger than just the game and, and, and the rivalry when I posted – a picture of my son shooting a basketball in the in the pool. You know, we have one of those basket you know basketball hoops in our pool, and he had a blue swim shirt on, 
and there must have been 15 comments like, hey, you loser, put him in red. And uh, at that point, I knew, like, wow, there, there is no blue to be had here at the Mac household or we're going to be in trouble. Chris Mack is joining us on the David Glenn Show. As you look around this event, I mean, you got three Hall of Fame coaches, right? You have seven preseason top 25 yeah. teams. I know you have several good players, but – and I won't put words in your mouth, I don't think you inherited a stacked cupboard, right? Uh, how do you put in perspective what you have now versus what you hope to build at Louisville over time? Yeah, I mean, I think that, first off, we didn't take over, David, a reclamation project. You know, I think there have been coaches that have taken on um, a lot tougher rosters than the one we were handed. You know, we, we have a roster that's talented, uh, very not very experienced, but talented. And, uh, you know, a year ago, uh, Tennessee was predicted last in the uh, SEC and won the thing. And so uh, I don't believe on putting uh, a ceiling, uh, you know, on our team, their expectations. Um, you know, we're, we're going uh, to work our tails off. Uh, and I do think that, that we have very, very high character guys who care about winning and care about putting Louisville in, a, in, a, in the right light. Um, and so uh, it's been a fun preseason so far, and I'm not going to worry about outsiders' expectations or, or predictions more. We'll worry about what's, what's within our locker room and the expectations we're setting. Last thing for Chris Mack, Dwayne Sutton of your team I know is originally a Louisville guy, yep. but we, we have a statewide audience that includes Asheville, North Carolina, where he yep. is a former star from UNC Asheville. So the best you can. Uh, I know he played 15-plus minutes a game yep. last year. What, what kind of a Dwayne Sutton upset can you give us? Because yep. uh, he was a guy that was a prominent player for the Bulldogs of UNC Asheville, and I know he's at yep. least a rotation-type player for you now. Dwayne's a winner. Uh, he, there's not a coach in the country that wouldn't want Dwayne Sutton on his team. I mean, he, uh, he'll fight you. If, if, if he's guarding a center in there that he's given up six inches and 40 pounds to, uh, he, he's not going to wave the white flag. If the ball's on the floor, he's going to be the first to dive on it. He, he will do anything and everything a coach asks. You know, yes, sir, no, sir type of kid. And, and I've really enjoyed, you know, my short time with Dwayne. He's going to be a big part of our team this coming year. Chris Mack, Louisville, first visit to the David Glenn Show, I think. Maybe he, maybe he returned our calls at Xavier at some point. <laughs> I don't think well, I got a call. That's I, all right, I, David. I don't know. No, I think you know my friend Dave Tellup. Oh, yeah. A longtime recruiting guy now, yep. scout for Spurs. the San Antonio Spurs. I'm pretty sure Tellup said, call Coach Mack. He'll come on your show. I think you helped us with our March Madness coverage. But regardless, gotcha. Gotcha. Th thank you for your first visit as the head coach of the Louisville Cardinals. We hope uh, to have you back many times. Thanks for having me, Dave. You got it.